Welcome to my Soul Life podcast and the Beginner Health Sessions. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and let's be honest, making changes to our health can seem hard, confusing, and complicated. So let's come back to basics. Each Thursday, I'll be here with simple tools you can use to transform your health. See you inside. I want to remind you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guests. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis, or treatment. And I would encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hello and welcome back to another beginner health session. I'm really, really excited to bring this episode to you and I'm being reflective as I say that because I think this is a lesson that I have learnt particularly in the last three months and I think I've seen it before but it's been, it's been a little bit of a journey, obviously. Um, anyway, we're here. So that's a good thing. So what I want to share with you is that this podcast is for all the people who meal plan, grocery shop and create beautiful meals for themselves and for their families. And my message to you is to lead. Don't wait. Don't hide. Don't tell yourself you're, to- you're tired. It's hard. I'm over it and I'm over meal planning. I just want to share with you that this is your opportunity to lead and they will follow. That is the message. Lead and they will follow. And as I've talked about in previous episodes, when we do this in one area of our life, this has a flow on effect to other areas of our lives. And I want to break it down for you gently as opposed to potentially what you're doing now and what I was previously doing. So it's important to create what's good and what feels good to you. And when you do that, it has a ripple effect throughout your family. We can get caught up in the space that we can't make certain changes because, you know, once, you know, are we cooking two meals, which we don't want to do, we're cooking one meal, it has to work for our family, like whatever thing that I create has to work for everybody in our family. Um, It has to be easy. You know, my partner or kids won't eat that. And I need to know all the details. Like if you were to go and do a program, perhaps you're wanting to know what are the meal plans and what are the grocery lists? What are all the things that I need to do so I can just tick boxes and not actually engage in my brain in a way that makes it harder for me? And I, you know, I get it. I've been there. Um, in 2019, I did an F45 challenge, which was eight weeks of meal planning. And I remember standing there on the, was it the Monday? It must have been the week before. So the Monday, the week before the challenge started, I'm sure it was the week before, um, I opened up the app with all the meal plans in there and I freaked out. Because yes, whilst they provided all of that information to me, I was just like, this is all I'm going to be doing. This is what my days are. I'm going to have to take the next eight weeks off just to prepare all the meals and be able to turn up. What I did was after I got over my anxiety of all of that, because it made me really anxious, because I was like, well, I can't do the challenge. I won't be able to survive all of the things. I just went, you know what? I'm going to pick one or two things a week because in the main I ate pretty well and I'm going to pick one or two things a week and I'm going to shift that. And that was it. That was going to have to be enough. 
And I knew there were some other parameters that I was, you know, adhering to. I wasn't going to eat chocolate for the eight weeks. Um, I didn't already didn't drink coffee um, and I already didn't drink alcohol. So that wasn't like those two parts were a no brainer for me. Um, I also wasn't going to eat packets of chips or any of that sort of stuff. So just clearing out all of that, but just going, okay, what are the, what are two meals that I could prepare this week that would work one for me, but also work for my family at the time. So, and I remember sort of Chris being involved and just sort of saying to me, look, I'm not going to eat all the things that you eat. I know I'm going to fully support you for the eight weeks that you're on this challenge, but know that whilst I fully support you, I only want to be cooking one meal a night. So I needed to find a couple of meals that worked for him as well as for me. And this it was a bit of a mindset shift, but I was able to create it and able to find ways to do it within what we were already doing. Because at the time, from memory, Chris was actually preparing all the dinners because I was working. I would drop Teddy to childcare in the morning. Chris would leave it early for work. So therefore I was working back later and he would do the pickup. And so he was coming home to prepare meals. So it had to work for him because he was doing all of that sort of thing. Then late last year, so as part of Project 22, which is over on my website, you can read more about that, I went gluten-free. So that started in about November. And again, Chris said to me, I'm not going to do all the things that you're doing. Goes, it has to work for our family and you need to figure out how those meals are going to work. Now, I do a lot of the meal prep here, um, particularly at the moment. Chris does some of it, not as much as what he used to do, just because of how logistically we're working things. And to start, I just went, well, I know that I'm eating whole foods, so I know that they're gluten-free. Like I can just start there. And so barbecues became a thing. We would have curries, which Chris makes beautifully. We would have cauliflower dal. Um, I could make soups, but I couldn't make them with potato because potato was an inflammatory food for me. So I needed to switch that, which is where the veggie soup sort of came in. So just looking again around those dynamics around what our family needed and how we could move forward. And this led me to do pretty much whatever I wanted. It sort of gave me that permission to go, do you know what? I'm creating the food. So I'm going to design a meal plan that works for us and, but works for me first and then works for us. What does that look like? And this has only come in in the last well, since January, so we're at the end of Feb now, um, and you'll probably get this in March. So think about it, it's only been the last two months. And I knew that what my family liked, I knew what my family liked. So rather than planning around them, I started to plan for them by trying new things. Now, I knew Chris was good with veggies. So I did a veggie soup one night. I was sick at the time. Um, I did an Instagram story on this, or I think it's actually in one of my posts there, around just going, I, I can't, I want veggie soup, but I don't have all the ingredients. And then looking in my cupboard, I went, actually, I do. I have enough to, <laughs> to make a soup. And it was an amazing soup, and Chris enjoyed it as well. I made a sweet and sour soup. Um, again, this is up in my highlights in Instagram, so if you want the recipe for that, that's there. And I... Well, I had this memory of a Tom Yum soup that I used to make. Tom Yum? Yeah. And I wanted to replicate that. Now, I didn't get the flavor profile right, so we've called it a sweet and sour soup. 
but just having the noodles in there and having the mushrooms, oh, I can still taste it. it was re- I enjoyed it. Chris didn't enjoy it, so we won't be having that again as a family meal, and that's okay, but I can make it and have it for lunches if I wanted to. I made a beef and cabbage stir-fry thing. I remember being back at school and doing it, and I think we did it in um, – not cabbage, lettuce leaves. I'm sure we put this beef mixture into lettuce leaves and then we ate the lettuce leaves with the beef mixture in it. And so I went looking and went, okay, what could I create? And I've created that, created my own version of that. And again, you can find that in the highlights in the dinner section um, up on my Instagram. So susan.scollin, if you need to to find that and you can get the recipe and you can try it out. And Chris absolutely loves it. So now we have it once a week. And then I made a gluten-free lasagna, which went really well the first time, um, but I made a slight twist to it the second time. Chris didn't like the second time, and then I had gut issues the second time. So massive amounts of pain and just in my gut and talking to some friends, it was probably too much of the gluten-free flour, i.e. I was having gluten-free brownies and then I was having this on top of it. And I probably on the Sunday had the gluten-free pancakes as well. So it was just, you know, flour is flour, but also pasta is pasta. And so whilst the sheets in the gluten-free pasta, gluten-free lasagna were gluten-free pasta sheets, it's still heavier in your belly. So that was, you know, a flow-on effect for me. So again, Chris liked the first one. The second one didn't go so well. We could definitely go back to the first one, but it didn't work for me. So therefore it's kind of a sometimes food. But just coming back to that, I, you know, I designed those meals. I went and made those meals. They came to me intuitively. I didn't actually sit there and go, what can I do? What can I find? Um, I remembered back to school days when we made that cabbage in lettuce leaves. I remembered back to that Tom Yum soup. I remembered back to, well, actually I was in the grocery store and I walked past and I saw the gluten-free lasagna sheets and I went, maybe they could work. Let's give that a try. They were fresh ones too. So I was like, oh, let's try that out. So I went back and got the mints and went and got the pasta sauce and all the things that I needed. Not all the things. It was just a couple of things that I needed. And um, yeah, went home and then made it and it went really well. So it was following my intuition. It was leading in terms of what we were having for dinner. Chris would come home and say, what are we having for dinner? And I said, oh, it's this, this or this, whatever it might have been. And he was like, oh, great. Sounds good. Or now he comes home and he can smell that beef and cabbage from the driveway. Like if the front door's open, he gets to the front door and he can smell it. And he's just like, oh, this is amazing. I love it. So following my intuition really led me into this space of just creating food as opposed to what do I have to do? What do we have to create in terms of meals? And now I use, you know, my previous meal planning, I've still got all of those lists and I can go, oh, what did we have for dinner then? What did we have for dinner then? Oh, let's pull out that one. We'll pull out that recipe um, or we'll have that meal on this night and that meal on that night. And of course, then we overlay in our schedules as well. So Monday night's a late one. So we need to make some, or I choose to make something on a Sunday that can cover either Sunday night and Monday night, or we meal prep on a Sunday for one meal so that that covers Tuesday and gen- oh, Monday and then generally Wednesday night. 
Chris likes to intersperse. He doesn't like to back up. So it's not like he wants to have a meal on Monday and have the same meal on Tuesday. He likes that variety and is happy to have it on a Wednesday so that on Tuesday we do something different. And again, we may need to meal plan um, just depending again around sporting activities, coaching requirements uh, or clients that I've got to see or um, programs that I've got running and appointments that Chris has. So making sure that we find that balance and find a balance that works for us. It's really important. So I would do the grocery, so I would do the meal planning, got that all sorted out and I can drop uh, my meal plans into the my uh, <laughs> onto susanscollin.com and you can I'll put it on this um, put it in the show notes for this episode and you can dive through click through to Zazzle and you can order them yourselves um, they're tear sheets so you can write down what you're going to have for meal plans and then you can do your grocery shopping list and tear that off and go which is amazing and I love it and I love the quality of them and I love as in the paper and I love that um, it's environmentally friendly paper too. So win-win. But what I would do is I've created the meal plan and then I've gone and gone done the grocery shopping list and it's there that I bring in the nuancing. It's in the grocery shopping list around what ice cream do they like because they both like, Teddy and Chris both like ice cream. Teddy likes yogurt. Um, what else? Chris has got these chocolates that he likes at the moment. So I make sure I buy those. But when I'm leading in terms of what we're going to eat for meals, for dinner in particular, you know, I make sure they've got their own cereals and whatever that works for them. And lunch is different too. So it's just this meal planning at night time. So making sure that I lead in that space, I'm happy to involve them in it as well if they've got some suggestions and all that sort of stuff. But going, what do I intuitively feel like we would like to eat on this particular night? And I create that. And generally speaking, it goes really well. And then I nuance it with the things that they enjoy. So popcorn, Teddy likes popcorn on a Saturday night when he's watching a movie. Um, Generally, they'll have ice cream or yogurt so Chris and Teddy will have ice cream or well ice cream for Chris <laughs> Teddy might have yogurt um, or ice cream at night time and then we've got yogurt in the afternoon if he doesn't have that or he's got carrots and he's got cucumber they're the nuancy kind of things that I don't typically have um, I'll have cucumber in my salads but I wouldn't sit there and eat a whole cucumber unless there was sort of nothing else to eat and that's what I chose to do. But yeah, nuancing those foods and just creating a space where they're happy. They're happy. They don't, particularly Chris, he doesn't have to think about dinner and he knows it's going to be yummy. And then I can bring in the little bits around him that are specific for him. So the meal, the dinner meal is for everybody and then everything else is around, um, around what they personally love. So In terms of my personal journey and where I'm at, so this has been really supportive for, as I said, for Chris and for Teddy and for I to then create uh, this space that works for all of us. The challenge that we have or the opportunity that we have is, is my next opportunity to create meal options for Teddy and be more consistent in that space. So there are certain things that we like that we will eat that Teddy doesn't like. So that's okay, but I need to create some oh, 
I'm not going to say healthier, but just some alternatives to what he's actually eating. So what I'm thinking about is, you know, pumpkin soup. He likes that. So I can make that up and freeze it. I can make up cauliflower dal and I can freeze it. Yes, he eats that. Um, I can make up spag bowl. So the mince component and freeze that. So then we've got it and we can pull it out of the freezer for them, for him and intersperse that into his other favorites, which are generally pizza and pasta and filling with veggies. So making sure that he's getting what I would like to think more of the nutrients um, that he needs across his day. So I hope that is helpful for you. I hope that just sort of brings to mind this, um, it's not not such a strength, but an opportunity that you have to create more abundance in this area, create more creativity in this area of home cooking and meal planning and meal prep and doing um, all the things that we do to create an awesome meal for our families. Now, not everybody's going to love it. That's, that's just how it goes. But at least, like we say to Teddy, just try it one time, buddy. And you never know, he might like it and it might be, become his favorite or it might become a meal that he's happy to have. Um, otherwise, it's just, it is what it is. And he doesn't have that. And then I'd have the freezer options that I can pull out for him. So, this is an invitation for everybody here just to come back and lead rather than sitting back and thinking, I have to do this. What is the opportunity here? What do I get to create here? Get feedback from everybody. That's really important and involve them um, in meal planning. Definitely do that, but involve yourself and create this alignment for yourself. And when you do that, I want you to start have this opportunity to start trusting yourself around the fact that when you lead, it gives others the opportunity to come on your journey. And I have certainly seen this. I made, uh, well, one is the chocolate brownie, the gluten-free chocolate brownie, and Chris absolutely loves it. We had people over on the weekend. I made it for them. Uh, I already had some, so I put it out for them and they absolutely loved it and wanted the recipe. And I'm like, that's really interesting because I've never never had that kind of experience before where people are actively going, oh my God, that is amazing. I made pancakes yesterday um, for Chris, gluten-free pancakes. I made them last week on oat milk and he found them a bit watery, he would say. To me, they were great. This week I made them on almond milk and he loved them and went back for seconds. So to me, that's a real win, particularly around somebody who would never go gluten-free and someone who would tell me that I'm never doing that sort of thing. But now he's actually seeing that it can taste good and he's enjoying it and he's coming on that journey with me. And that's the invitation that you create in your own family's lives. When you lead, you create this invitation for them to come on the journey with you. And it's not from a place where they have to, absolutely not. Um, I've certainly done it more and just try this and not because that's all we're going to have for breakfast. He's probably sat down and had his cereal. And I just said, Hey, just try this. Tell me what you think. And he goes, that tastes really good. And I'm like, okay, which was the pancake. And so yesterday when I was making them, I said, do you want some pancakes? He goes, yes, please. So he's making that conscious choice. I'm not saying to him, he has to have this sort of food or anything like that. And the same with a meal that I knew that I try he honors me and he does eat it but and then he'll say hey it's missing this or could you do this differently next time and I'm like yeah absolutely um 
or it's just not something that resonates with us so we just don't do it again but we've tried it and now we can move on to something else and maybe it'll come back in the future so yeah take this opportunity take this opportunity to lead with your family and to create that growth that is within you so it's just a beautiful beautiful way to end up uh, end our conversation today so thank you so much for being here and I'm super excited that our Souls Rise, My Souls Rising membership is opening on the 18th of April. So you can apply to come into the Souls Rising membership and you can apply to grow. Um, and you know that it's all about going deeper. Souls Rising is all about going deeper and becoming an even more you. So prior to that, we will do a water challenge. So drinking more water for 14 days. And we're going to kick that off on the 4th of April. And I want you to head over to susanscollin.com to register for the free 14-day drink more water challenge, where you'll get great nutritional tips, water tips, self-love tips, all of the things that I'm all passionate about will will be there. So thank you for joining me today. Please hop over to Instagram, my.soul.life.podcast and share with me what resonated with you about this episode. Is this something you already do in your life? Do you struggle with meal planning and meal prep, grocery shopping, and um, make, actually physically making the meals and serving them up and getting kids saying to you, I don't like that. Um, is that something that you struggle with or are you on the other side where everything's flowing and you're really in in your own zone Um, just know that it's possible to find your own zone in this space and please share this episode with someone that you love and that you know will resonate with this episode and I look forward to seeing you soon see you in the next episode bye